0: mccarty had been trying to get pregnant for years before deciding to see an endocrinologist who helped her begin a journey into in vitro fertilization she and her husband were overjoyed when she finally got pregnant and nine months later mccarty gave birth to a beautiful baby girl however during the final stage of labor the placenta did not expel from her uterus a rare condition called retained placenta her doctor spent 45 minutes trying to remove it McCarty lost a lot of blood in the process and was finally rushed into surgery for an emergency dilation and curatage, commonly known as a DNC. During this procedure, the doctor dilates the cervix and scrapes tissue from inside the uterus. The DNC was successful, and after she'd fully recovered 16 months later, McCarty resumed IVF treatments, hoping to have a second child. She got pregnant but miscarried. McCarty tried again and again, each time with the pregnancy ending during the first trimester. After four losses in just one year, she needed answers.
1: And after that fourth loss, my endocrinologist, who's been in practice for over 30 years, said to me, I've never seen anything like this. We've thrown the kitchen sink at you. I think you need to see a specialist. And pardon the cliche, but it is true. I mean, they literally did every test. We did every medication, every scenario. And he said, you need to see a specialist. And I remember saying to him, I thought you were the specialist. <laughs> Why am I going somewhere else?
0: McCarty made an appointment with a gynecological surgeon who specialized in pelvic reproductive conditions. During her first visit, she told her new doctor about the emergency DNC she had had after the birth of her daughter and the subsequent ones after each of her four miscarriages. The specialist immediately suspected something called Asherman's syndrome, a condition where scar tissue forms inside the uterus or cervix. It makes it difficult to get pregnant and increases the chance of miscarriage. doctor Seagal Siegel-Klipstein is a reproductive endocrinologist and infertility specialist at Envia Fertility Specialist in Chicago. She says scarring of the uterus can be caused by a number of different things.
2: Certainly things like having, you know, a DNC after a miscarriage would increase your risk of Ashermans. Having pregnancy termination where you did not a medical termination, but a surgical termination, right, with the dilation and curettage, also could increase your risk. Things like this patient had a retained placenta, uh, you know, probably caused some infection in the uterus. So any kind of infection can cause Asherman's. But any kind of surgery in the uterus, and having a C-section could cause Asherman's.
0: In order to diagnose Asherman's syndrome, doctors must first evaluate the uterine cavity using a procedure called a hysterosalpingogram. A dye is injected into the uterus and doctors can see if any part of the fallopian tubes or uterus is blocked.
2: And oftentimes we can be suspicious of Asherman's that way. And the other way to do it is with an ultrasound where you put saline in the uterus and that's called a sonohistogram or a saline infusion ultrasound. And we put saline in the uterus and watch in real time ultrasound as the uterus expands and oftentimes with Asherman's it won't expand fully or you can see like these bands of scar tissue within the uterus. And if either of those tests are abnormal, then the gold standard to diagnose the Asherman's is something called a hysteroscopy, which is a minor surgical procedure where you put in a lighted telescope into the uterus and watch in real time and see if there's any abnormality. And then you can take care of abnormalities at the time of the surgery with little like micro scissors.
0: McCarty had to undergo this procedure and was able to watch in real time what was happening inside her uterus.
1: It's like watching Discovery Channel, but (laughs) on yourself. So it was eye-opening and also reassuring because I wanted to have someone say to me, yes, there is a reason why this is happening versus the unexplained infertility that many women get, which is so frustrating. And, you know, this had been going on for so long. So he got in there and he looked and sure enough, there was a significant amount of scarring at the fundus, which is at the top of the uterus and then also in the uterus itself. And he called it kind of web-like scarring, enough where it would prevent implantation from happening or the implantation would happen, but then it couldn't sustain the pregnancy.
0: However, removing scars from the uterus doesn't always work. Studies show that scar tissue may reform after the first hysteroscopic resection in 31% of women and in up to 46% of women after the second one. Unfortunately, McCarty fell into the latter group. She had three procedures to remove scar tissue. And finally, after the third procedure, McCarty got lucky.
1: The fourth time I went in, he essentially said, there's no more scarring. You're stable. Now you can try to go have a baby. And I remember it was like that feeling like a weight lifted off of me, walked out into the waiting room, and I'm like crying with my husband, going, Please make this possible.
0: McCarty had one remaining embryo to transfer for IVF, but her doctor had to get approval before she could try for a baby one more time.
1: Of course, there had to be another step because he was doing his due diligence. He was a wonderful, wonderful man. And I had been with him for almost 10 years of treatment on and off. And so, He wanted to make sure he's like, I'm not retiring until we get you another baby.
0: Once that transfer was approved, McCarty was able to get pregnant and this time stay pregnant.
1: My son is now five. It's one of those, I'm so grateful to have this story to tell, but I also feel heartbroken for those women who are still going through this because it is such a process.
0: While the process eventually worked for McCarty, some women aren't as fortunate. In rare cases, scarring eats away at the endometrial lining of the uterus, which prevents it from regenerating. Klipstein says that when this happens, nothing can reverse the damage. Women with this rare form of ashermans will never be able to get pregnant.
2: In those cases, sometimes we'll need to use a gestational carrier to carry the pregnancy. So There are cases that are severe that are not sort of amenable to surgical treatment and you're kind of stuck, literally, I guess, stuck. But there are cases in which there's just no way to surgically repair.
0: Fortunately, Klipstein says that unless a woman is trying to get pregnant, having this condition poses no health risks. However, plenty of women with Ashermans do have symptoms that can include pelvic pain, shorter bleeding periods during their menstrual cycle, or no bleeding at all.
2: If you're not trying to get pregnant and you have no symptoms, you don't actually need to know about it or fix it. It only is really an issue if you're trying to, obviously, if you have symptoms and it's bothering you or if you're trying to have a baby. But commonly, women with Ashermans don't have any symptoms at all. And so in a woman who's trying to get pregnant and has Ashermans, you really wouldn't often know this until she's having difficulty getting pregnant and then went for an evaluation to see why she wasn't getting pregnant and then did one of these tests in order to evaluate her for Ashermans.
0: But just because a woman has one miscarriage doesn't mean she should suspect she has Asherman's.
2: So typically, miscarriages are common. 20, 25 percent of cases, you know, of pregnancies miscarry, right? So they're very common. So after one miscarriage, we recommend trying again unless there's some inkling that there's a problem. But after two miscarriages or certainly after three miscarriages, that sort of medical history warrants an evaluation. And part of that evaluation is one of the uterine cavity.
1: Obviously, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm just sharing my experience. I think it's so important to ask your doctor about Asherman syndrome, your OB, if you're not in fertility treatment, or your endocrinologist, if you are, and ask the question Could this recurrent loss that I'm experiencing be Asherman syndrome? Because it is becoming more common. Even if you've had a DNC after a C section, you could potentially be at risk.
0: Research has shown that Asherman's occurs in up to 39% of women with recurrent miscarriage. And though less than 1% of women experience three or more consecutive losses, Klipstein says all OBGYNs should suspect Asherman's if a patient miscarries more than once. However, that wasn't the standard McCarty experienced, even when going through IVF, which Klipstein says is often when patients find out their diagnosis.
2: You go through a whole lot of work in order to... uh create embryos to put in the uterus, and you want to make sure that you can make good quality embryos, but the uterus is a very significant part of the equation. And so you would really always want to make sure that the fertile ground is fertile and that the home is a good home for the developing embryos.
0: Experts at the Fertility and Reproductive Medicine Center at Washington University in St. Louis say that while Asherman's has been categorized as a rare condition, they believe it's underdiagnosed and more common than originally thought.
1: If it's becoming more common, then more women need to bring it up if your doctor isn't.
2: If women are concerned that there might be an issue, they should seek out the care of a specialist, at least for an evaluation or conversation. Certainly, if women have had two or three miscarriages, they should consider seeing a specialist. And you know, if women have been trying for a year to get pregnant with no reason why they're not getting pregnant, they should seek care. And in fact, if women are over 35, our recommendations that they not wait a year, that they wait six months before they at least start an evaluation and see if there are any reasons why they might not be pregnant and uh, start discussing potential treatment options.
0: McCarty says she doesn't fault her first endocrinologist for failing to diagnose her Ashermans, but wishes she knew it was a risk of procedures like DNCs.
1: So there's so many different scenarios. If you've had cervical cancer and you've had surgery, that can impact. So it's very frustrating (laughs) for sure.
0: You can learn more about Asherman syndrome, Lisa McCarty, Dr. Segal-Klipstein, and all of our guests on our website, RadioHealthJournal.org. For more behind the scenes, follow Radio Health Journal on Facebook, Instagram, and X. Our writer-producer this week is Polly Hansen. Our lead producer is Kristen Farah. Our executive producer is Amira Zaveri. I'm Elizabeth Westfield. Coming up next week on Radio Health Journal.
2: We know that heart disease extends well beyond the heart, so I just love it
0: when therapies and treatments address the whole person. How acupuncture therapy could help patients recover from open heart surgery. Then, everything you never knew about schizophrenia.
2: Everyone here who's listening can be made psychotic, whether you're isolated for three months in a dark hole or you're giving psychotomimetic drugs.
0: All that and more on Radio Health Journal. Elizabeth Westfield, host of Radio Health Journal. If you enjoy listening to Radio Health Journal, you'll also like our sister show, Viewpoints, which covers a wide array of topics from education to history to the environment. Here's a preview of what they're covering this week on Viewpoints.
2: Alcohol, yeast dough. You know, if you're making cookies
1: with your kids and you got a chow hound, don't let them eat the raw dough. We cover some of the definite no-nos for pets. Then I have a list of
2: 45 ingredients and 41 of those were functionally extinct. Did the fruits and vegetables of our ancestors actually taste better? These food historians have no doubt. I'm Marty Peterson.
1: And I'm Gary Price. These stories in depth this week on your public affairs magazine, Viewpoints.
2: And that's Radio Health Journal for this week.